Hello, everyone, and welcome to an emergency podcast of Locked On Flames. Johnny Gaudreau has informed the Calgary Flames that he will not be returning to the organization and will be testing the free agent market ahead of tomorrow. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome back, because I quite literally pressed uh, publish to (laughs) my episode earlier today, and then the news broke. But thank you so much for tuning in to an episode of Locked on Flames, although this is not one I ever wanted to be recording. Uh, Make sure that you're subscribed wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and of course, on YouTube at Locked on Flames. So, I had just published... Uh, the episode before this about qualifying offers, restricted free agents, the latest deal and counter argument that, or sorry, counter uh, negotiation figure that the Flames had given uh, Johnny and his team and Johnny had given a figure, or Johnny's team had given a figure back. And then I get a tweet saying, Gaudreau will test the free agent market. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, he just he just wants to see what's out there, right? Then I see another tweet a few minutes later saying that, oh, he has now informed Calgary that he will not be returning to the organization after a difficult conversation on both sides, and it was a family decision. We knew this. We knew it was going to come down to family, and it was never going to be about the dollar amount. It was never going to be about the statue that would be erected outside of the eventual new Saddle Dome. It was going to be about family. And this is the one thing that I want to say before I really start uh, digging into this. You know, you, you can say a lot of things about Johnny's decision, Uh, about how he's going more than likely going to a team that is in a rebuild phase, that is uh, a lottery team, that, oh, he might have to share a locker room with Tony D'Angelo. Like, there's plenty of those things that you can say. But what you're not going to say is that he's selfish, okay? Him and Meredith are expecting their first child. We know that his parents are getting older. Guy has already had a handful of health problems And I'm sure that traveling to and from Calgary is exhausting. Does it still hurt that he isn't resigning? Yes, of course. Does this mean that the Flames need to blow up the team and it's the end-all be-all for, you know, the Calgary Flames? No. Does this put a serious dent in their contending matters? Yes, of course. You know, he is a 40-goal scorer. He is your... 115 point Johnny for heart player for a reason. And, you know, we had waited a long time to hear from the insiders on this because, you know, we were hearing kind of rumblings and people in Calgary have their sources and, you know, I was finding things out, but I didn't feel comfortable putting them like completely out there 
but um, once that Elliot Friedman sort uh, tweet hit, you kind of knew it was over. <laughs> Granted, it it hit at eight oh four p.m. and um, that's rough. It is very rough. I just I'm happy for John. Every everyone number one should be happy for John because. Uh, yes, while it stinks that he, we let him walk for nothing, he built himself a legacy in Calgary. And we got to be around it, whether, you know, you were a bandwagon Flames fan or if, you, or if you've been a lifelong Flames fan, you you got to watch him and you got to watch him grow and become this little kid. I say little kid, you know, a young kid into an adult and an an adult who really is just someone that everyone should admire you know for family to be such a strong value for him and to be such a driving factor in this i really think that it's it proves that it's a lot bigger than hockey and it always will be uh you know i think that it's unfortunate it is it is so unfortunate that the flames let had to let him go for nothing and which was kind of the the fear all along but at the same time you you have so many great memories of john you know just at the end of last episode i was talking about how great it was that he um you know tried to deposit that seven hundred thousand dollar check in an atm that's hysterical him trying to use a fake ID at a Boston bar uh, the day or the night that he ended up winning the bean pot. And everyone's like, we know who you are. And, you know, it's just, it's funny. It, you know, you get to look back on things like that and laugh. The trade deadline, when he was asked why he left the ice in the middle of practice, he he just had to pee. And I think that no matter how you look at things, you're always going to you know, look at him as the one that got away and the window does start to close a little bit with him gone because it's not like you can just quickly replace him as a player, as a teammate, as a locker room figure. You know, think about when he called his mom and told him or told her that he was wearing the A that night and how proud he was in that post-game press conference. Him in the bond that him the bond between him and Sean Monaghan, you know, it doesn't all go away just because he left, but it does leave a lot of different questions for the Flames. And coming up next, we are going to talk about uh, the emergency press conference that Brad Tree Living uh, did at 6, 7 Eastern? No, sorry, 7 Mountain Time. Sorry, I'm really bad with time zones. But coming but before we do that, we're just gonna talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs in in sports information. As always, please remember to gamble responsibly while participating in Bet Online. Uh, BetOnline.net has your latest sports developments league reviews, news, including this year's uh, NFL futures, and of course Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. 
BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports teams and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. Um, well, the emergency episode of Locked on Flames. Uh, I, we never want, oh, never wanted to have to do this. Like, it absolutely stinks. But let's, t- let's read over some quotes from the press conference. Uh, this is all coming from Pat Steinberg's Twitter. So he was transcribing the press conference. Presser. Uh, Tree Living says, we were informed this evening after a lengthy discussion and negotiation that John Johnny Gaudreau would be entering the free agent market. It's a disappointing day to say the least. No kidding. We did everything possible to keep John here. It is my strong belief that this was a family decision and I respect that. Again, you cannot, you can offer someone the world. I mean, they literally flew a private jet out so John would sign his entry-level contract. So, you know, they were willing to move the ends of the earth for Goudreau. Even back then. Eight years of this. They believed in this kid. They wanted him to be the face of the franchise for a very long time. They wanted him. They wanted to see him lift the cup and bring the cup back to Calgary. And that just wasn't going to happen. Um, Tree Living says, I felt there was a real deal there at the end of the day when it goes to the final, when it gets to the final decision, we wouldn't have been going through the process if there wasn't a deal to be done. I firmly believe there's nothing more we could have done. That That's fair. You know, what, are you, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? Can't offer him the full $30 million in cap space. That is just absurd. But what you can do is everything that they did. And there, there are certain, I mean, look at the Jack Campbell situation in Toronto that's happening right before our eyes. I was listening to 32 Thoughts uh, last night while cooking. Yeah, last night while cooking dinner. And Elliot Friedman was talking about um, how Kyle Dubas went to the the table with one offer for Jack Campbell. And it was three years, um, about $2.5 million a year. Um, but the third year being a very very low offer, less than a million dollars. So you're looking at probably around a little bit more than the league minimum. I, and they never, they never revisited it. They never revisited it at, uh, you know, as the season progressed and as he proved to be their best goaltender in it for a long time. And, Obviously, you can't predict what that player is going to look like at the start of the season. You you offer them what you, you know, that first deal. And then you come back to the table and say, hey, we really want you for a long time. We want to see you as our netminder. We want to see you here. But no, instead they end up with that one deal and they trade for Matt Murray. 
that is not a long-term option there. I'm sorry. That's just not something that's... Do you, Toronto? Do you? But, you know, there are GMs who kind of take the... I don't want to say the lazy way out, but they don't come back to the table with a strong offer. They don't want to negotiate. They either want... It doesn't matter if it's, like, your best player or you know, a, a depth player, Nikita Zadorov is hitting the market tomorrow as well. And, you know, if the Flames didn't want to negotiate with him, they didn't want to negotiate with him. That's fine, whatever. But I think back to when Tori Krug walked or when Zidane Chara walked, uh, the Bruins basically told uh, Chara that he was too old and they didn't, and he wasn't uh, the direction that they were Resigning him wasn't in the best interest of the direction they were moving in. That's your captain. That is your captain. And Tori Krug uh, said that they went to the table with one offer and never heard from Don Sweeney again. And there, there's plenty of instances where this happens. But for the Flames to truly bring out the red carpet, everything, they ended up going... Like a million and a half over their initial offer. $11 million. Now, that is how you know that this isn't about the money. Because if it were me, I would have said 10, 10 and a half million. Sure, I'll take it, whatever. But it wasn't about that. It was about being closer to family. And yeah, could Eric Francis be owed the biggest apology in media history? Maybe. I'm still not giving it to him. And then Gaudreau's agent, Louis Gross, says says the Flames did everything they could. This came down to a family decision. So, yeah, of course. I am very sure that this is a difficult picture. Um, It's a difficult decision for everyone involved because, you know, at the same time, like, yeah, he's packing up his life in Calgary now and he's going to have to move, but there's so much excitement ahead for him. And it's so hard for me to look at this and be upset and be like, oh, I can't believe John left. I can't believe that he he would do this to the Flames. I thought he wanted to win. Like, yeah, I thought he wanted to win too, but at the end of the day, he's a human being whose parents are getting older, who, you know, they're expecting their first child And if he wants to play for a team that's in a rebuild or, you know, kind of in a retooling phase that doesn't have the window wide open, whatever. Like, I can't, as a human being, I can't sit here and be upset about that. As a sports media person, I should probably be up in arms and doing whatever to get the views and the listens. But it's just, it's so much bigger than that when it comes to this. And I respect it. I will never knock John for trying. I will never, you know, he did what he needed to do. And at the end of the day, he's going to go get his bag somewhere else. And that's that. Uh, I look at this and I think about how, how different this team is going to look in even just a year. Opening night, it could be incredibly interesting to see where this roster is, what what roster Johnny's on, and you know what 
what are the next steps for the Flames? Because you can't just go out there and say, okay, we're going to go get like a few solid bottom six guys to round out this team now. No, you have a ginormous hole to fill. You need to go out there and find a 20 to 30 goal scorer. Philip Forsberg is off the table, and we are going to talk about that uh, even more because it's just there is a very big gap to close now, and I, I'm not sure how the Flames do it. I don't know if they do it. it it's not going to be pretty. Um, I just I don't think that. I just don't think it's going to be pretty. But coming up next, we are going to talk about some some options, some free agents that will be hitting the market tomorrow at noon that we might see in a Flames uniform. But first, let's talk about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain store to keep up and keep in stock all the parts you need. Why endure the pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning at your local chain stores and wait for the person behind the counter to order the parts when you can do that at home? At rockauto.com, you can save a lot of time and money using Rock Auto. I know that I'm going to go check out their floor mat selection when I am done here today because I just bought a new car and I want to keep those carpets protected. And in case I don't do that, Rock Auto even has carpets that I can <laughs> replace them with, right? Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. It doesn't matter if it's me shopping, you shopping, a seasoned mechanic, or someone who has never done anything in their life. <laughs> but they have everything you need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil. And like I mentioned, new carpet. Head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that they sent you. Rock Auto. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car could ever need rockauto.com please remember to subscribe to locked on flames wherever you get your um your podcasts i am very interested to see where where john ends up apparently the main contenders are uh the islanders the devils and potentially the uh, the Flyers. The Flyers still have to move a little bit of money, but we'll see. So I'm currently reading. I have an uh, article pulled up from USA Today, and I am just so... <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe this is real. This is this is brutal. But with John knocked right off that list at number one, we come in with Nazem Kadri at 31 years old and he just won the cup with the Colorado Avalanche and I know that he will be testing the market as well. Uh, He just finished a career best season with 87 points. Do I think that he could do it again? Uh, Put some good players around him? Anyone can do that, right? Uh, I think that it would be very interesting 
to see if he's interesting to come to Calgary, if he's interested in coming back to a Canadian market. Uh, I, I like him. I think he's a great goal scorer. I think that he has been painted as like this god awful, you know, just menace on the ice, which I mean, yes, he has had some horrible hits that are suspendable, but he, he's kind of toned it down a little bit and uh, he's feisty. He's feisty out there, but I think that teams would really like to have a goal scorer like him. The longtime Flyers captain was traded to Florida at the trade deadline, but could Claude Giroux be a flame? Um, I, I don't hate it, but I also don't think that he's the answer. The more that I scroll, I don't think any of these players are the answers. You need Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> like you, you are not going to replace Johnny Gaudreau with Andrew Cobb or Andre Pilat, Trocheck, uh, David Perron, uh, Nino Niederreiter. Like you're just <laughs> Andre Burkowski. What are you going to do? Trade for washed up Jonathan Taves? Patrick Kane? What are you going to do? <laughs> like, not, none of this makes any sense. And this puts the Flames in such a horrendous situation. And, I, like, I'm not blaming Johnny. Like, this is literally part of the business. Every team goes through it. But I, you're not replacing... Johnny Gaudreau with any of like Malkin, your Andrew Cop, like it's just it's not happening. And I I'm sorry, I just I can't I can't look at any of these players that you know are on trade targets or anything and sit here and say, yeah, this is exactly <laughs> this is exactly what's gonna happen. You know, Danton Heinen is going to come in here and save you. He actually might save your special teams. But unless, if Matthew Kachuk signs his qualifying offer for a year, and then you trade him in a year, you could get a haul for him. What if you move Andrew Mangiapane up to the top line and we find... You know, a decent... I'm so upset. Johnny had finally found success on that top line. He was finally playing up to... Where he should have been. Oh, my God. Also, Andre Kasha, you do not... Do not sign him. Do not trade him. Do not... Do not do anything for him. I mean that in the most loving way. Because he has had such... A huge, huge history with head injuries. He's 26, and I honestly thought that um, after this season, he would, after, I guess, after last season, I thought he was going to be retiring because there's just no way he plays a full season. I also just really am trying to sit here and like reconstruct these lines. I don't know if you're going to get a top line to Foley going. 
with the way that I'm so good the way Goudreau skates. Nope. But the way that Lindholm and Kachuk skate, you're not going to get that. Uh, you could move Mangiapane up and then go out and get someone. Eh. Like Ryan Donato, maybe. Just kidding. Don't sign him. I, I, Danton Heinen, former Bruin, really found himself when uh, you know he was able to develop under the Kraken for a year. Dylan Strom, maybe. I don't know. You guys, this is so hard. It it just, it's so frustrating. And so, like, how do you, you don't fill that spot. There's absolutely no way you just go out there and find an easy solution. If, if you could, the Flames would have won a cup by now. And that's just not how any of this works. So, you know, we'll keep our eyes out. We will cross our fingers that Kachuk doesn't ask for a trade. He's If he signs his qualifying offer, cool. I don't know if long-term is in the picture for him, but we'll figure it out. We'll see. Um, I, I don't blame him if he wants to leave. I don't blame anybody. But I do think that your best option here is to look elsewhere and get creative because lord knows we need it thank you all so much for tuning in to this emergency episode of locked on flames i'm jess belmosto thanks for sticking around I'm not going anywhere tomorrow audi will join me and we're gonna just have more of a conversation around john and what other whatever other moves the flames decide to make in free agency tomorrow Bye bye